were Yay. having issues. Not on our end, though. No. My never. setup is perfect in never. every way. We never have technical difficulties. Um, because last, so last week, if you're listening, if you were uh, following our podcast, we did the Rocky retrospective. So Fun we did stuff. Five, the six Rocky movies all last week on last week's pod. So I had to watch all of those. Uh, or rewatch some of them, obviously. Then I watched all the Mystery Science Theater movies that just came out. There were six of them. What? And I saw this movie, plus the first Creed, plus uh, two other So I've, I've, in a week span, I watched like 16 movies. Which, so I can't complain. I had a good Thanksgiving. Man, six Mystery Science Theaters at once? Released? No. Like, is it just new episodes? Yeah, new episodes. Yeah, they did. It's called the Gauntlet, and they released them all so that you could watch them all back to back. But you obviously you, you don't know why have they to. call it the Gauntlet is because the new show is not entertaining in any way. Oh, <laughs> screw you! <laughs> they did do Mac and Me though, which was kind of funny compared to our episode. It was nice to see. Uh, I don't how much it. funnier we are. Bam! I, I don't hate the new show. It's just boring. I couldn't. I got half an hour into the first episode. I was like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> done. Well, I love the new Mr. Science Theater. Um, but that's not why we're here today. We are continuing the Rocky theme uh, mm -hmm. with... To the Cretaning. The Cretaning, yeah. Cretan's Clearwater Revival. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm blanking on lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I was I was definitely thinking of Blue, Oh, Fortunate Son. Boom, Blue I brought it home. Circle. Yeah, it's one of the Vietnam movies. He's more like an Every time there's a son. Vietnam movie. He's an unfortunate son. There you go. Um well, so yeah, so if you're not if you're new to our show, we basically talk about uh a movie and then at the end we'll give you a rating. I would actually love to hear Let's wait for it. Let's okay. wait for it. Um so yeah, uh yeah. And <laughs> 10, 9, 8, go. Yeah, go. You don't uh, have to wait long. So, Creed 2, this is our, uh, I would say, what is the non spoilery synopsis of Creed 2? Well, uh, if you've seen any of the Rocky movies before, you kind of know how it ends <laughs> yeah. one way or another. Yeah, so. And you know what? That's not a bad thing because the series has a theme. And Doesn't. the theme is being is... yourself and doing right. Yes. By the environment. By, <laughs> by the environment, of course. It's, Thank it's you, all Leslie. about being true to yourself because you are destined. Turn in those carbon credits or how, how yeah. else that system works. You are destined to fight people. That is, <laughs> that is your, I want to see Creed 3 where, where Adonis is like punching hurricanes. Well, <laughs> very quickly we find out, we know that uh, Rocky beat cancer. Or is beat of course cancer, he did. He's Rocky. Yeah. Uh, what like what else would you kind of give like if you were going to give the overall plot? Obviously, it's it's it was billed as bring back Drago, bring back. Uh, right. Good it's, Now he's fighting his son and it's like the overlap and just the new My generation. My dad beat up your dad. Yeah. <laughs> to death. <laughs> to death. <laughs> to death. <laughs> Spoilers for Rocky yeah, Four. For Rocky IV. <laughs> for a 30-year-old movie. Oh yeah, well my coach ended the Cold War. Yeah. Yeah. My coach tore down that iron curtain. What do you think how you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> no, but this movie, um it, it's the oh, logical conclusion. Are, apples are really good for you, I think. <laughs> you got a lot of potassium or whatever the hell it is. Ain't got no gluten. <laughs> I heard bad things about that gluten. That gluten. It'll take you down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll take 
the show should be called Spark of Tangent. Tangent, right? <laughs> That's what yeah, you're telling me. Hey, and it's usually a, the cuts. Berry. Yeah, the cuts they do of those are often unsatisfying as well. It kind of takes the tone away. Yeah. Because I actually, the other day, I went back and rewatched Rocky Five just to see how much I would uh, enjoy it. Not that bad of a movie. Oh, gosh. It's not that bad. And you know no. what? We have uh, I got a video for you. <laughs> uh, have you no, have you seen the work print? Oh no, is it apparently it's to... way better. Like way, way better. Isn't that the one where Rocky dies? No, and that's it... the original script. But okay. the work print is just hey, like everything's more gone. fleshed out. There's there's a bunch of references <laughs> and like lines in the final in the theatrical that don't make sense because their setups were cut out. I see. Mm. And there's a lot of setups where the payoff was cut out, so it just feels disjointed and weird, and the relationship between Tommy and... You know, we're going back to Creed Five. Uh, there, there did seem to be some uh, stilted uh, yeah. relationship evolution there. Yeah. Apparently it's way better in the work prints, but uh, I haven't got a chance to watch it, but I ordered it. Yeah, I still give it a positive, overall positive. It, it And... The other here's the really good part that I didn't know about the work print is the work print also takes out all of the um, 90s hip hop that doesn't seem to work anymore, and it's just Bill Conti's score. It was really good, but I, none of the stuff in that right. movie was. It, some <laughs> is, but it doesn't work in the moments they're using it. Perhaps not. No. So speaking of hip hop. Uh, Are you trying to get us back? On track? How dare you? You like that transition? <laughs> uh, the other part of this is uh, Tess Thompson's character is um, trying to. They move back to L.A. was the big kind of uh, hinge point because Rocky wouldn't train him if he's going to fight Drago. So they go back to L.A. and she wants to build a career, but she gets pregnant. Boom, and then they go. Life is over. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the rest of the movie is just Apollo. God, the baby Adonis is deaf. Creed. We better kill yeah. it. Why is that such a big deal? Yeah. They were they were uh, freaking out about. It. It's going to be a boxer musician. Uh, I won't even say what happens because that would be spoilers. I think this is our spoiler moment. So uh, Underlips comes in with a chair and knocks them both. Yep, <laughs> yep. At, at his age, current age, right now. Um, all right, so let's actually let's dive into the movie, um, and we can also reference the first Creed because it's there's so much that's carried over from that movie that I think uh, works really well in terms of why specifically the Rocky Creed relationship, the uh, Adonis Creed relationship. In what way? Uh, the the poetry was the legacy sequel. <laughs> yeah, legacy sequel. Well, to put it in, in abstract terminology, it was a a rhyme, whereas The Force Awakens was a slant rhyme. Mm. Was that deep enough for you? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm way underappreciated in my time. <laughs> hey, Wesley, you're back. There he is. Um, well, so uh, I know in, in Creed 2, uh, they kind of set it up with Rocky almost abandoning him like he's he refuses to that's be not a, a very rocky thing to, to do. be a part of him getting himself hurt again or whatever which just seems like such a i don't know like to set it up that like he just won the title like why wouldn't he stand a chance like he you know, kind of abandoned he just gave up on it because those ruskies are crazy yeah um i thought that was and it, it also it to be fair, though, it came after a really great scene where Drago goes to his restaurant and they talk with 
uh, everything in his life. And it, I, I, one of the best parts about Creed 2 that I thought was that they didn't just make the opponent uh, cartoon. Like, they actually yeah, gave him time to... I mean, even in Rocky IV, uh, there are humaniz- humanizing elements of Drago in the end. Yeah, but he the whole time though he's just kind of training. He's yeah, he's less a, like he's a robot the, until the last thirty seconds of the movie. Yeah, whereas in this movie they really show him being really hard on his son and like blaming, like bringing up their mom and his son. The, I thought the performance of Victor Drago was great. What did you think, Wesley? Uh, liked it. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah. I mean, he never spoke English once, so I couldn't really. But you know, did you, you really, really need that? You really that? don't know the inflection of the Russian accent. Um, I do. I grew up in near Little Russia. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I live in Little Russia right now, or <laughs> Little <laughs> Ukraine rather. But same uh, thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's about to be the same thing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, no, no. I I I thought he was good. But I wanted to step back real quick to what you were talking about. Is I sort of don't like that. That was a repeated beat from the first one. Of that you have to have that Rocky Adonis fallout, yeah. So that you can have that. The makeup scene is great, like in both both times, it's great that they have like they yeah, wrote, it's, it's wrote a that misstep. really delicately. It's perhaps a misstep, but handled well. Yeah, well, or even what's well, the formula? I mean, every time that's yeah. the whole this like they it was easier in the first one or more natural or mm-hmm. organic in the first one to have the fallout and all these other things. Like you always have to knock them. It's the whole thing is every single time they come up with different ways that you got to get knocked you down. Get knocked down. <laughs> exactly. So that they can feel like the underdog again. Every single movie is the exact same way. And so this one, I agree with you that it, they didn't need to do that. I don't think he could have just gotten beat up. Right. On the, and it was t- worth it for the, the makeup scene because it was a, it, it's necessary in the sense that Adonis had to continue to grow, but, but the level, I guess the level of the drama was like, this is a little over the top, but it didn't make that scene in the trophy room. Like, mm. So much well, better. here's the deal. It, it's a Rocky movie, and they are not known for but, uh, for breaking formula, and probably no. most of us would be upset if it didn't do that. Yeah. If you do or don't. I mean, it, it just, to me, it, it especially given how, just how, like, quickly Rocky was like, yeah, I can help you beat him, and here's exactly how yeah, to beat him. Change my mind. Like, yeah. like when, once he comes back and it's like, yep, here's exactly what you need to do to train to beat him. You like, why didn't really he do hard. that the first time, you know? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. You like, guys slip that jab. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> that's his whole thing, slip the jab. <laughs> slip the jab. Um, Apparently that's really important. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, th- I mean, I get your point though, Wesley, that he needed to kind of grow almost independently and it gave us time to like get, see their relation, his mm-hmm. relationship with Tessa Thompson go a little bit better. And, uh, and you know, then she's pregnant. They have that great scene where the mom realizes that she's pregnant before they do and seeing how that evolves a little bit. Um, and it also, it, the one thing I will say for it. Well, not the one thing. I, I I loved this movie, so I should say that. But uh, it it felt like an actual natural continuation of Creed. So it didn't really feel like Creed two. It felt like we only got half of Creed, and then this. It didn't feel disjointed. Like it doesn't do like a major time leap uh, either. Like it it. 
I mean, it kind of does, but it doesn't feel that way. Um, it feels it's earned. What, three that, years? Like, it's like supposed to be real, real time. It's four right? years, I believe. Four years. Okay. Let me get that Wikipedia page open. Um, because I know they started the movie with kind of planting the seed that um, he needs draw. Or, uh, sorry, that uh, Adonis needs Rocky in his corner. Like, like it's almost like he's reliant on him, and they didn't. They didn't really push that though. They didn't push that angle that people perceive him as only as good as having Rocky there. But the, so that that to me, I think almost explains why they needed to show Rocky leaving and see why he like what he would do on his own. But I don't know the the setup at the start wasn't as strong as I don't know some of the other movies. That's t- that's a tough line to ride because conceptually, uh, if. It, it it's almost like saying nobody's any good without Rocky around, yeah. Which is both a good and bad thing, to right? Say. Yeah, it's a tough, it's a real tough balance for because like on the series. one hand, Rocky is he's bigger than a person. He's an attitude about life, and it, that's hey, meatballs. Th- that <laughs> goes crazy with the garlic. No, it's it's as a concept, Rocky is about uh, uh, spirit and all that, and it's it's good to have that. That concept in all of us, but on the literal side of things, it's it means nobody can ever be as good as Rocky as long as he's not around. Mm-hmm. So you you got you're always in the shadow. Almost. You got to yeah. ride that line very carefully, or else it looks like that. Yeah, I mean that's what Rocky Five was about. Well, so this um, what I what I thought that again my X factor uh, if if you go back to last week's episode Ooh. was all about oh, yeah uh, synergy. Um, was about how it, it kind of gets to the idea of uh, getting knocked down and getting up again. But really, that was the, the, what Chumpa Wumpa there. Hey, uh, hey. But uh, really, I thought the big X factor for the whole Rocky series is the idea of being humble. And they really copy-pasted the, like, forgetting forgetting to be hungry and humble in this mm-hmm. one. Like, that they've done in all, the, like, three and four especially. Like, Rocky's, like, doing commercials, all this stuff, and he's forgetting about well, he did commercials training. in two as well. Well, yeah, but he was bad at him. That was the point. That was <laughs> yeah. the difference. He was so bad at him, and then all of a sudden he's great. This one, they, they really showed that uh, juxtaposition of Creed getting really big and not, I mean, they didn't show him to the same lavish extent, but you they showed hungry. Drago, like Victor Drago, like going through like his dad torturing yeah, him. Yeah, when you're to eating get... donuts, the other guys. Right. Yeah. So they did a lot of that at the start, which I it works really well, especially if you haven't seen a lot of the other Rockies. But it was kind of a an echo from the past that wasn't necessarily new. Mm. Um, but they did a good job. They did a good job. I know that giving. Victor Drago and even Ivan Drago in this movie, like thirty years later, an arc, like giving them an arc to follow. That... Yeah, and it's it's not too much humanization either. I mean, of right. course, you, it's you important because you can't you can't make them heroes. They're in obviously any way. human, yeah. but what I mean is they still have to be an adversary. Right. Exactly. Yeah. If you like, uh, they're still gonna tell him to his face, "I will break you." <laughs> yeah. And that's you know, not think... a bad oh, attitude go... to have. Yeah. You I gotta think... work hard. Go ahead, Wesley. I think, that's, uh, <laughs> I think the thing that keeps this fresh. Um, because like we said, it's the same formula over and over. And since, uh, I think you guys said you didn't have to watch these all back to back last week, right? That was just me. Well, that was just me and me and Ben. Okay. I watched them all back to back. And what I noticed was it's the same formula, but everyone has a different, they're all a little scene. different. 
Mm-hmm. They have a different theme, and the theme of this one, that at least what I took away, so I could be completely wrong on what it was intended, but it seemed to play over and over, especially given the main character's like main issue in the first one, is that these last two have been about fatherhood. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like that is the number one message, and I think with your like, oh, nobody's good without Rocky. I think it's more about what you take away from mm-hmm. your father, the good or the bad. Mm-hmm. Ah, um, astute. Yeah. So like. He, Rocky has to grow in this too. He has to learn from uh, Adonis about how to be a better father for his own son. Yeah, and then true. They the have main, that little reunion. The arc, the yeah, the arc for the Dragos is one. It's one hundred percent just what kind of father uh, Ivan is. Like what kind of how he's been to his son, and it plays out really great because like that ends up being the most important thing to Victor. Yeah. Is his relationship with dad. He doesn't even care about. Oh, he hates you know. his mom. He hates his mom. That was a that was a good. Angle, also, she looks horrible. Sorry, Brigitte Nielsen, but she <laughs> to, looks. To be fair, I don't think scary. anyone likes Ms. Nielsen. <laughs> I don't think she likes Ms. No, Nielsen. Yeah. <laughs> she was I, I barely recognized her, man. Yeah. Well, but I think you hit it's it. Like, who's you, this old lady? You hit it right on the head. That's why I think not only do they give them an arc, but the arc is so well tied to the overall theme, not yeah. just from Creed 2 either, from Creed 1. Like, there's a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, get out. That's from, about his dad. Right. And, and, and like, get out from your dad's his arc, shadow. And this was more yeah. about the father. Yeah. And this yeah. was more about, like, what a father has to do. Because the other part that we didn't even mention is that, uh, Adonis has has to learn how to be a father. Like that's his arc too. It all connects. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like a Lego it's set. Like a, it's like it's like a writer designed this movie. Right? Oh my yeah. god! There was a. Um, but where's the mystery box? Also, I need the mystery box. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, this is the first, or not the first one? Uh, I'm Spit Sylvester Stallone. Sorry, he did not write creed but he wrote this one so oh. i feel like that that he wrote this. yeah play wow. yeah. that's crazy i'm checking the credits he was gonna on direct it till the very until like a month or so before production oh yeah okay Directed but i, I, I by... like this director steven, steven Jr. yeah who, what else has he done i'm on this i don't know he did ryan, the land. ryan coogler did ryan coogler is that coogler his? yeah coogler did the first one he yeah. he's great he, he always partners Stephen Cable did the land which is a really really celebrated sundance movie from prentice and fury's ice cream adventure well that's cool he got Classic. this was a huge bump up then in terms of scale of movie it sounds like like this was yeah. well, mate this was well, the his first big foray into blockbuster well, what's beautiful about the rocky series is that yeah. all these movies are i mean you could say they're large in scale just in their scale. reach, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in in and that's my who's favorite go stuff. The it's very focused. Yeah, it is very. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, it knows what it is, and it doesn't try to be anything else. I mean, it, it's obviously it's just the greatest with, sports movie franchise of all time. That's all. <laughs> Beauty is you can you can see it as one, but it's not yeah. a. This was the thing I loved about Rocky in the whole Rocky series is that even talking it's built into the formula that they they screw up and yeah. they always have to fall down when they like get punched they bleed right. yeah and so this, this is gonna sound weird but their writing is almost pixar-esque yeah it is you're right it, like it, you could see these being pixar movies it's, except it doesn't stink Pixar uh, used to be good. Like Not I like, anymore. I like Pixar. I, I enjoyed pixar, pixar up until ratatouille and after that i was done oh, you like the lot. good dinosaur 
It was all right. It was forgettable. <laughs> I don't even did, remember I the plot. We did that whole, that whole yeah, plot. I don't remember that movie at all. That should be <laughs> also, very telling. Inside Out was really Inside good. Inside Out's really Yeah, it's the one I was going to also. Sappy and predictable. <sighs> Wow. Uh, I'm sorry, are we gonna fight? Are we gonna I'm fight? Sorry, is this the cre- is this our- I don't Canada have a ding ding noise. joke in a movie in 10 years. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> Let's go. Rocky's motor. It's it's a mirror image of like it's not really about pride or masculinity or whatever. It's about like doing it's just like it's who they are. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they really bring that together and that like uh and somehow in um, family a little bit like this is the reason I'm doing it like I'm just or even the 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 pain that your family goes through to en- enable you to do what you mm-hmm. feel like you're meant to do the reciprocation um, that was a big part again in this one um, that I thought was I, I mean they we were talking a little bit in a, like this is such a good extension of the Rocky series into something new that uh, ties back to the original yeah like, we before the show is how this was such a good tangent movie and creed one uh creed uh did a really good job they do a really good job of calling back to the originals uh without laying it on too thick uh for example in this one was they used adonis proposing to be a really great moment for rocky to do exactly what a real father would do to say like this is how i proposed and oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. moment was phenomenal. I yeah. mean, as far as calling back, I was a little upset when Rocky handed his lightsaber over to Adonis. You know, yeah. and, and then he, and then when they started this, this one, was he your just father's throws lightsaber. A, just... An elegant weapon. <laughs> he just <laughs> throws it into the spit bucket, like. And as soon as it. as soon as Adonis touches the lightsaber, he has like flashbacks to Apollo getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, JJ. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> Lots of fun. Um, the other thing, the other tie back was um, Creed saying that he was afraid to go back in the ring after he had lost and gotten beaten. Like, again, that was, I'm afraid, okay? Is that what you want? Like, that, that, that's the only thing I heard when, when he started to say he was afraid was mm-hmm. that beach scene from... Uh, what is that, Rocky f- three? Three, yeah. Three? Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's wrong with you, man? Yeah. Um, which is it was this is an awesome callback if you know the reference mm. that like it, that was his dad telling him what's wrong with him. I half expected a Carl Weathers cameo, kind of like the uh, uh Mick ghost. But no, save this, save this conversation, because I want to ask about what we think where we think Creed three could go. I yeah. don't think there's gonna be a Creed three. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. I don't with think so. Check the totally. Wikipedia. They'll often hint at uh, it. I'll let you know if it's been greenlit. Yeah. But keep talking. Um, in this one, there are long, and in Creed, the first Creed. The first Creed, Creed, more, I, I think had Creed more steady cam tricks. Yeah. I think Creed was superior. Fight what? The first fight more than the. Yeah, it was last one fight. shot. Yeah. It, it was, was like minutes. Yeah. And like the thing amazing. that blew me away, I got chills in that moment in Creed where. He takes the punch and like leans back. And when he comes back down, his eyes split open. And I was like, "How? How? Wizards? Like, like how? Like how did you split his eye without splitting his eye?" But uh, but yeah, like that that level of planning. Just one person is you are watching this intense fight scene, and all of a sudden, wizards. 
<laughs> uh, Creed three has not been yet greenlit. Okay, uh, I, I I still want to talk about. It. I still want to talk. About that, that, that's a that that one take though. It really like I was expecting it because I'd heard I hadn't seen that until Friday or whatever, mm-hmm. and like I kept hearing about how great it was, and I, it was twofold because it, it was happening and I didn't realize it. So I watched that entire fight, didn't think about it being one take, and then went back and watched it again to watch that one take. So yeah. a, it's great that I got sucked so deep into it I didn't notice. Um, but then going back and watched it, 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 it was really reminiscent for me of that one take in black Panther. And that kind of like, I already liked Ryan Coogler because of Fruitvale station and black Panther. I hadn't had a chance to see this yet. And it like, that's, uh, that's some Supreme level planning and direction. Yeah. yeah, I, I appreciate, uh, long takes, uh, for more than one reason, actually one, it lets the cinematographer, uh, flex muscles and stuff, and two, it ke- it makes it exposes bad actors. <laughs> like yeah. your actors have to be good. They have to be. But it, the other thing about that scene in Creed, the first Creed, was the way it they worked in uh, Rocky coaching him too. Like it it wasn't just fighting. It wasn't just like beat him up, beat him up with things. Ha- like they panned over to the side, and that like that was when Rocky goes. Uh, do it now, do it now, and they. It, but they panned over to him for just a second at the right time when he was screaming it, and then they swing back, and he does exactly what he says and knocks him out. Uh, which isn't to say that Creed Two is much worse from it. It didn't have the same it was iconic a more standard bi- cinematic fare. Yeah, and they it, it kind of fell back on general fighting, but that which is not to say it's bad real like it doesn't feel like they're they, whiffing based uh, on what i've read and watched every, the punches are real yeah i mean it, uh yeah. maybe they speed it up a well, little bit real ish yeah well like the shot in creed where adonis goes down hard and he has that like seizure and then jumps up instantly that was a real bad. full strength punch that knocked him out in real life and there's like cell phone footage. Like I guess I guess Sylvester Stallone recorded it with his cell phone, and it showed like in real speed. Honestly, I'm gonna he throw was, this out there. He was recording. About that. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think yeah, every sure. and I don't Bruce like Lee punched too fast all. for cameras to pick it up. Okay. I don't. I don't like the slow mo <laughs> in in sports films anymore. Like it just it sucks me out of it. But a real a real hit looks way way cooler like especially action sequences like let's talk john wick if john wick did like slow fast slow fast i would hate that franchise but the fact that it's wide there is like, only one movie and oh two movies the matrix didn't do it a lot but it was cool whatever but it started it yeah like, it started it was the progenitor um 300 did it well i thought yeah yeah and it was yeah it was that was that was creating tableaus rather than like being a compelling movie and like that's like nobody would call that a really a great film. You'd just be like, oh man, this is a really interesting way to do this. And I hope nobody else does it again because they're not going to do it as good as this did. But every movie tries. Robin Hood tries. Is a good film, more or less. I don't think it's great. I think it's a good movie. I do not think it's a good. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a pop it's popcorn. I mean, it's, it's popcorn. It's popcorn with good. But the themes are. The themes come from the the uh, Frank Miller comic, not or graphic novel. I'm just saying, like a movie has to be I adapted from a screenplay. It. What's different from adapting it from a comic? Well, I'm saying that the movie didn't 
especially highlight those. And I don't think Zack Snyder is good at handling themes like that. He gets lucky, honestly. <laughs> he gets lucky. No, I think he's he generally good with themes, but communicating them is not necessarily mm. his strong suit. Uh, anyway, another tangent. Sorry, uh, sorry, Matt. Tangent. Um, but the uh, I, the the thing I was looking. at, So you mentioned him getting knocked down in the first one, and then he spazzes up when he only when he remembers his dad, which was a really yeah. great moment. This one, I don't remember. He gets knocked down, and he just starts hammering the ground. I forget what he. I don't know if they showed us what he was thinking oh, about. Awesome. Yeah, it was like. But his, it was awesome. It was, it was an kid, awesome right? shot. Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah, he was just remembering his life, which is a great reversal. Yeah, and he just is like pounding, and he gets back up, and then he just wails on him, um, and that's when in the just I I literally was just uh, Mouth I, like a, applauding, <laughs> clap when your waiter gets your order right. Yeah, nice. Yeah, stand up. Still no pickles. <laughs> in peace. I actually that actually really hit me hard. <laughs> I really bummed uh, Steven Hillenberg. <laughs> Um, well, but seriously though, the end of this fight, the second fight, I thought was brilliant. I thought it was perfect. It was one of those like, ah, the rest perfect. of this was f formulaic, but I was like, yep, you stuck the landing. Like, you, he, it, it. It it ties together this arc for uh, Victor Drago, where he's still just has so much dignity and wants refuses to go down, and then his dad throws in the towel, and it's just it all comes together. The arc is completed. Boom! Perfect. Uh, like how we got there might not have been right, but they they got it to a point. Lates the movies themes, but also sets you up for the next ones pretty well. And it ties I, up it all the good. loose ends from the other movie. Four. Right, exactly. It it to me it almost makes for it forgives a it lot of the faults of fours. Four, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, it retroactively helps it. Don't you um, think that's says, why there uh, shouldn't be a three? Because it completes so much of the arcs. That's, I mean, that's because a good point. It completes point. the series. Like it, it brings, and and especially, I don't know, are we going full spoiler? Yeah. Oh yeah. At this okay. point, sure. especially yeah. with Rocky not getting in the ring, that was yeah. the perfect final shot of a Rocky franchise. Like, it, well, um, in much the same way uh, that either the Rocky series should have ended at two, it should also end here, perhaps. Well, I mean, yeah. I I'm mean, not saying it. it much that was a point to do it i don't think I they can't i don't think so before we get to i i'll just say i don't think they sh can or should end it here i'm not the, saying that they shouldn't the first thing i'll say though is that uh i don't want to gloss over it but i also thought the way they let rocky go out some people are i i read some just headlines of articles i didn't read them but they said that like rocky deserved better than this i actually deserve better than what yeah, I know. I'm surprised that they didn't have a scene where the <laughs> nurse tells him that he's in remission and they play the trumpets. Also, the scene with the trumpets, uh, I, I had goosebumps in places I don't have hair follicles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> my fingernails had a... Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, my fingernails are tingling. Yeah. Well, fingernails um, are tingling, Nick. Oh, is yeah, that normal? Yeah, 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 I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Make up coming. Um, no, but, but the po again, it's it. They had such a good attention to the. I know we call it poetry, whatever. But like him bouncing the ball, they never address why he has the ball, what it's used for. Any of the movies, show don't it, tell. He does it every single movie. He's always bouncing that he ball. Do it in three or four. I don't think. 
I think he does it just in this on the side. Maybe not. Maybe I don't not. remember it, but but it one he does it in like four of the movies. He definitely did it in Creed. One, def- two, and five. He definitely did it in this movie. Yeah. And then he goes to see af- again after a whole movie of the theme of father- fatherhood and getting out of your dad's shadow, all these things, and how how fighting impacted his relationship with his family. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and sees his his son, and finally that he missed the birth of because nobody, you know. He wasn't a part of it. Well, I think they they implied that like because they said, didn't they say I could be wrong on this and misremembering, but it sounded like Adonis said that he moved permanently out of Philly. Rocky did. Yeah. And like, to me, maybe that was did. the signal that maybe like, I miss it. Yeah. Even if we do another Creed, Rocky's not going to be in it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Not. And yeah. he it's Stallone just recently announced he's retiring the role. Oh. So I like publicly. Oh. Yeah, he. Yeah, he. <laughs> Dang, he's retiring the role of Rocky. Yes. He, uh... So if there's a Creed 3, he won't be in it. Right. Which I think is the reason they have to do a Creed 3, which is the whole point of these movies has been setting him... Like, again, we kind of hinted at it at the start of Creed 2 movie that right. he's always dependent on having Rocky there and he right. can't do it by himself. We got to have at least one movie where he does it by himself or it almost like it does... Like, we will forever remember... He's not... He's still tethered to Rocky right now, uh, yeah. and the legacy of Rocky. Sort of like the franchise itself, y- y- right? Yeah, I mean, I think they yeah. need one where he does it all on his own. That well, would be yeah, mine. yeah. It- really have to lean heavily on, like, do a rectal extraction like they did with Clubber. <laughs> <laughs> a good rectal extraction, but yeah. it was pretty random. I don't know. Like, it'll be. I've. Uh, it'll a be proposal. tough. Go ahead. I want to know what you guys think of this. You're going to pick up where I'm going early, but withhold until the I'll end. Let, uh, yeah, I'll let you finish. For your, for your opinion. Let's say in 10... I it. No, sorry, like, go ahead. <laughs> in like 10 years, and like we just ignore the real world uh, timeline and say in 10 years, uh, there's still no Creed 3, but we get a really great movie, like a really great indie-feeling film about a uh, young black woman trying to graduate or trying to get into college. She's deaf and it ends up being a backdoor sequel about the daughter. Sort of like split. Mm. How would you feel about that? Where it stands completely on its own merit, but you find out it's this. It has nothing to do with has nothing to do with boxing. As long as it doesn't use this series as a crutch, I don't care. It's what I'm saying. It's like it completely stands on its own and then you find out it's like I'm going to go home to my parents and it's like it's Michael B. Jordan playing a 45 year old man mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean he's what he's 32 three something like that yeah, so like in yeah. 10 years he'll be like 45 he could have a college age daughter yeah i i mean the series is so dependent on boxing maybe i don't i don't know but it, that's that's the like that's why i think it'd be interesting because it's depend it's it's not dependent on boxing boxing is the metaphor they use right now for like perseverance and with her she's not a boxer it evolves into one where where he doesn't want to go to college uh uh, or he went to college but he doesn't want to he wants to do this and rocky couldn't go to college so it's like one step further into this into that world to where she's the one who she's not going to be a boxer she's deaf Mm. college is overrated now anyway but yeah but like (laughs) she's the one she's the one that finally does what rocky wanted him to do and kind of breaks this fighting cycle theme of you don't win you just do a little better each time i suppose or it's just like 
it, like boxing's not her thing, but she she has her own things to overcome because she's deaf. <laughs> that was my way of saying Cleveland is my favorite Family Guy character. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Cleveland. Hello, Peter. Hey, Peter. <laughs> um, I, no, I think I don't disagree with the idea to just break it entirely. I think the next one would be great if they got away from boxing for a lot of tie it back to it. Uh, I mean, unless because pe- people won't go, they won't go to the movie. Right. Well, no, you wouldn't market it as that. It like nobody. Well, I know. Even said, then, like, go though, see Split. It's the backdoor sequel to Unbreakable. I think he, he. I don't know if that was intentional when they made that movie. May I haven't oh, seen definitely. Split. I haven't it seen. It was Split, an aspect so. of okay, it. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. then I'm an idiot. I, the to me though, I think they. My fear will be that they over rely on. They basically repeat uh, Rocky three issues where like he's so big now. Look how famous he is. Look at all the stuff he's doing. Look how famous his wife is. Look at this robot. And it's yeah, and it just kind of goes out of control. But having seen Cre- what they did Creed two, yeah, there's a lot of the formula there. But they did enough. Both they did the formula better, but also they broke it in really specific ways that I think worked really well. That I think they have the franchise is in really good hands. Um, Seems to be. So I'll just be interested. I I think the biggest problem is, I mean, I think these movies did pretty well, but if Rocky's not in it, I'm not sure how big of a draw it's going to do. But I'm just the general audience of. It's a bo- it'll probably be boxing related, and I'm not sure Michael B. Jordan has the individual clout yet. Like maybe that's he's pretty where- popular. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's not Sylvester Stallone, but that give it time. I think they'll need to get a slightly bigger name uh, I, to fight. I, I and, would and, be willing and, to disagree, especially let's say it's another three years. Michael B. Jordan's going to be. One of the biggest names. He needs to do Hollywood. like a big. You think so? A big. Uh, he already is really. I really think he is. Uh, I mean, he has one of the most marketable names in the world already. But yeah. uh, I, I mean, I went into when I went to these movies, I thought I was getting Michael Jordan. I was pleasantly surprised. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he should solidify his position in the movie industry by doing a big, dumb action movie. Well, he did. Uh, maybe Black like Fantastic. Or... No, a, a better one. <laughs> oh. Not a Marvel flick. Well, he he did Black Fantastic Panther Four? after Chronicle? Fantastic Four. Yeah. No, I just that I actually like Chronicle. <laughs> I do love Chronicle. It was Chronicles. all right. It's Power Rangers. It's a good Power Rangers movie. Yeah. The, so I, this is a controversial opinion. I'm curious what you guys think. <laughs> we we did Black Panther on the show. I don't know if yeah. Wesley. You it probably, was okay. Um, I think Mike, okay. Michael B. Jordan is amazing in these movies and i i can pick out chronicle the wire that i can think of a bunch of other fruit fell station obviously uh but i one of my biggest complaints from uh black panther is actually i wasn't a fan of his his character as written and the themes from the character were good i wasn't a fan of how he delivered the role versus the rest of the movie right which i, I don't know if people agree with that i that's one of my well let's use the scientific out- in the scientific method, we work with variables and controls. What is the control here? It is the same actor in both movies. Mm-hmm. What's the variable? The director, the screenwriter. Yeah. Well, so, the director was the same in Black Panther and Creed. What? Yeah, they were. They were then the it's same. the screenwriter. <laughs> same screenwriter. Ryan Coogler wrote them both. Oh my God! Then then then, then there's no science here. So well, well th- I think I think you're. I, th- I, th- I want to narrow I'm, down on what Matt's talking about. 
because I, I think I know what you're talking about, and I what liked I'm talking it. what I'm talking about is that I think he plays. At, it's not that he's a bad actor. I think he's less versatile an actor than we think, and I think the version of himself that isn't super wide didn't necessarily fit the Black Panther, at least what I was expecting. Versus, I, it is I hitting exactly describe, what I want. Can you describe what it is about that performance, just so I can see if we're on the same page? It's been a it's been a while, uh, but what I the, what I remember is that it was. Um, I mean, it wasn't necessarily villain. It was very uh, like uh, not villain. I'm not even articulating this super well. Um, the role of Killmonger represented so much more than what I thought he was delivering. And I think so, that what he was delivering to me felt very um, uh, forced in terms of what his clout was in the movie. And uh, it just felt uh, it's hard to describe having not seen it in a long time. I, I mean, you could watch the podcast. I said, said similar you things. You mean like but, many well, Marvel baddies he felt forced? Uh, can I, well, it wasn't even uh, that. It was just like what he represented felt greater than what he was delivering. Question. Uh, what I what I picked up on, and I will say this, when I first walked out of the movie, I liked it, thought it was, I think it's an okay movie. Uh, but I did not care for Killmonger. I didn't care for his performance. But I thought about it, and the reason when I like was able to isolate why it was because everything he said felt like he had said it ten times already, mm. and he was trying to get the cadence and the yell down because he yelled basically everything, and it sounded I don't know it didn't feel supernatural. And so when I this. when I thought about it, it made more sense because that is exactly what I'm willing to bet Ryan Coogler asked of him is saying this is somebody who's thought about what he's about to do for the last thirty years. And so everything he's saying, he's already thought about, rehearsed this over because he has to be prepared for every eventuality. And so this is not a, this is not a impulsive person who speaks from, uh, the hip. Yeah. It's somebody who knows he's very, uh, he's got conviction and everything he says, he's already thought about with the screenwriter like performance like they were not aligned uh in terms of effectiveness of just coming across as natural like yeah there's no way to tell I mean, whether it was that it, way the difference to me is night and day between killmonger and the creed character like he's so charismatic and uh, there's like a depth to you know his entire past that comes through in any moment and how he's at sometimes very raw and angry uh, that almost uncontrollable and then sometimes he's he come all the way down he's bringing his kid to the boxing ring and he starts hitting the bag real slow and then he see I that's how I felt about uh, Killmonger too after was that everything he said sounded like a platitude because that's all he had he had nothing else and even at the end when he uh, is like hey I'm just gonna you know, die. It was another platitude. Like it was just, it was, uh, I'm going to, it was this overdramatic rationalization. Just open up this can of sayings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something I've said over and over and over and posted on message boards when I was mad type, type stuff because he didn't have anything else. This was his one singular drive. And, and the only time the improv stuff that felt more natural, like the, uh, like, Hey auntie, you know, that felt like Creed. So it felt like there's a little bit of it in there, but he was like, this is I'm, I've got a goal and nobody's going to like detract me from it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I and there were elements of really greatness in it. Like, I, I really love that that moment right when he beats uh, T'Challa and kicks him off the 
Yeah. I, I was like, that felt real. I, mean, I, t- like, I finally I'm, did it. I'm kind of oversimplifying a little bit. I that I just remember that was one. And to be honest, I may be wrong. I have, I've only seen the movie once, and it was when it first came out. Tap, Michael B. Jordan has tapped into the character so well. I, I mean, this is one of, I think, his best performances is in these two movies. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody um, else to do that role. And I, like, I'm, a, I'm thrilled with a, with a third movie, regardless of, I think they need it to complete the trilogy and complete the kind of arc of his character. Um, you know, the first one is very much about overcoming his name and his past and building himself up. This one's very much about... Uh, getting knocked down and transitioning i think in a fatherhood yeah i don't know where you would go flavors. i don't know how you would close that because it felt this i i think uh, you, i think you have to try though i think you i yeah. i maybe we don't know how but i think they have to i think they have to do one movie where rocky's not involved otherwise the creed franchise and how they've built up this new uh extension of the characters from the original series yeah they have to try they might fail but they have to try they have to try um, okay, uh, let's uh, kind of go around. Uh, maybe this is more of a cr- recommend Creed, I guess, as a like continuation because we're kind of lumping the two together. Um, but okay. if you had to rate had to rate the movie, what would you give it? Let's. Uh, I would uh, give both of the Creed one and two a seven. Both very solid, very good. Mm. I would. It's about the same rating. I well, it's call it anything special, but it's very special to me personally. Very okay. solid. Never heard of my rating system. That's seven is sure. not a bad rating. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> On my scale, seven is very good. Yes. Um, for me, I, I I love the first Creed. I thought it did such a great job. It, this, And then Creed 2, which is kind of the movie we're talking about, I would give like a seven out of ten. Just because of a lot of the formula stuff, a lot of the kind of, it brought in more of the manufactured get to the beats Mm -hmm. type of moments but that said it did a lot of things that surprised me and i thought were really effective um we talked a lot about would you say your uh, your expectations were subverted subverted (laughs) sure um wesley what did you think um so i would give both of them a nine out of ten uh i really like them i think they're yeah, I think they're really effective based on everything that we've gone over. I have very few, very few negatives. And what I do have are nitpicks. So, like, I think that there was way too much handheld cam in this one, for instance. Like, That's way too much, like, right up in your face. general now. It, well, Creed didn't have that. It didn't have that, like, right up in your face, Zero Dark Thirty style. Steady cam like, is handheld. Uh no, this is like sh- jerking around. You're right. You're right. It, TV it is more of an. In, yeah. TV does that yeah. more than movies does. And like where like your top of your head and the bottom of your chin are both out of frame. Like I'm, I, that's good for like really intense shots. But when your entire when you use it all the time, like it loses its influence. Yeah, it just becomes claustrophobic. And uh, it's uh, but even despite that, it had great atmosphere. Like I felt very uh, in uh, into it. I I can't think of a single thing from the movie. That I would cut. Um, I can think of little changes I'd make. So it it effectively blends heavy themes, a message, a really universal message, I think, um, and and a great movie. So it's not you know one without the other. It's not like well we didn't go with themes we wanted to make a great movie or a great mm-hmm. enjoyable movie. It does both mm-hmm. per- like perfectly. Yep. So I would give 
I would, yeah, definitely both nines. I'm interested to know wow. what would get a nine from you, Eric. Uh, very few things, actually. I, yeah, I can't. I don't remember. The Godfather's we've done, we've a nine done, point. We've, I'm assuming there's no ten for you. Uh, See, I no, think you can be perfectly flawed. Well, other yeah, than that, that's that's why my Hall of Fame ratings are not necessarily very high. Yeah, they're not as high as others would. But that said, though, next week's movie is obviously a ten out of ten uh, because it's our hundredth episode. Yeah, it's our one hundredth episode. Harry I can't believe and it's the Hendersons. No, it's great because Ben isn't here. Okay. Um, <laughs> so next week we have our hundredth episode. Uh, if you don't know, we're do- so we're doing Harry and the Hendersons, which wait what seems, seems like a surprise for important. Uh, although if you followed this show, it's not a surprise here because uh, this movie. It's hard to understate what how significant it is for him. Um, what, would you agree, Aaron? I like it's hard to. Even, Everybody's got that one movie. It, you know, makes making jokes. I think he's going to bring it. He's going to be so focused on. I think you know, Aaron. You and I should just uh, make fun of the movie the whole time and see how he reacts. <laughs> <laughs> All that said, next, I will try. Next week we're doing Harry and the Hendersons, and it's going to be—I uh, don't know—it's going to be certainly different than any other episode we've done because naturally it's our hundredth episode, and we're—we're—we've been saving this for this moment for next next Thursday. So. Any critique, any comments negative about Harry and the Hendersons in the comments yeah, will, will be taken as an act I, of aggression. I, 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 and I will read them all so you can see it on his face. What happens? Ben is going to reach through the Ethernet cable and punch you. Yeah, it's going to be spectacular. So, um, I'm going to, yeah, speaking of that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a proclamation here. Uh, much like the themes of Rocky, uh, you're never done in life. And that's why I think there should always be new Rocky movies coming out, whether, yeah. whether they're Creed or whatever comes after that. Mick, uh, Mick the Third, actually, probably <laughs> at this point. Uh, anyway, Can I make a th- plug real quick? Sure. Yeah, go for it. Working on three more um, Flash reviews. Uh, currently writing those. Fantastic Beasts, uh, The Crimes of Grindelwald, Grindelwald, apparently, and Widows and Robin Hood. So... Uh, expect those eventually. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Wesley's are kind of, he's been doing, if you haven't seen the Overlord one, I think I hinted at it one time, he's making these uh, quick re- flash reviews for movies that we may not necessarily talk about. All right, thanks for watching. Bye-bye. All the sound effects.